You're listening to the O Shift Audio Blog, hosted by Jennifer Powers and Mark Tucker, a weekly boost for shift heads all across the world. Welcome to the O Shift Audio Blog. This is Mark Tucker and Jennifer Powers. So glad to have you with us. So, uh, Jen Powers, fall is uh, coming soon. What do you think about that? It is. Yeah, summer. It's been good. We've I'm ready for one. a change. Yeah. Oh, are you really? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I love the seasons. You do like the seasons. Oh, I love it. Especially oh. fall. Fall's my favorite season. Ugh. You don't yeah. like it? Uh, Everything like dies that. off and sheds. Yeah. That means new buds are just right behind them. No, they're not. They're like six, seven months eh, behind them. Relatively right behind them. <laughs> <laughs> In universal terms. <laughs> I like being able to walk outside without an umbrella. Um, yeah, I do like that, too. <laughs> <laughs> I talked you into it. <laughs> no, now talk to me in like three months, and then I'll you'll see how ch- chirpy I am about the whole winter idea. Be singing a different. Tune. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I hope that you are excited about fall. I know by now that you might have kids in school, and so you may have an emptier house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you get your time back, a little basically. A little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think a lot down. of parents get excited about fall for that reason. That's right. They get their lives back. Hunker down. Start eating more. Yeah, Oreos and stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Covering it all up with a big sweater. (laughs) All right, so I've got something I want to ask you. Yeah. Um, I know that you are a superstar coach. Thank you. (laughs) And and it's true. And uh, I think that because we are the O-Shift world, this O-Shift audio blog, obviously, Mm -hmm. the people that listen probably are more familiar with your book and aren't as familiar with coaching. But if I asked you, like, 50% 50% of your passion, wouldn't you say that coaching is is that? Oh, yeah. I'm really all about coaching. And if anyone knows what coaching is and has read the O-Shift book, it really is coaching. <laughs> I mean, and the, the work that I do in O-Shift is, is, is rooted in and has derived from, was birthed from the work I do with my coaching clients. That's right. why I wrote the book. Yeah. Because I was just collecting all of this awareness and this... Um, Really incredible information that helps people, and I just didn't want to keep it to myself. Yeah. And I thought a lot of people could, who, who are not engaging in coaching could benefit from reading it in a book. Right. And if you look at our workshop kits, it's written as really coaching programs. Oh, yeah. Asking a lot of questions. But backing up a little bit, and I know that coaching is getting like uh, uh, more well-known. I mean, it's more yeah. and more people know what coaching is. It sure is, but yeah. But I, I know there's still a portion of the population out there that when you see coaching, they're like, well, that all, all I've ever known about coaching is it's what my, you know, son's baseball coach is. That's, oh, you know, right, I, right, I right. coach how to do something. Right. So what, what, how is coaching and what you're talking about different from like coaching somebody in a sport? Well, honestly, I think it's totally different. Right. I think those two terms just happen to have the same name, you know, but they're not, uh, they're homonyms. They're not synonyms. Okay. Bam, English nice. 101. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, coaching, like a coach in a baseball team, they tell the kid what to do, and the kid does it, and then the coach observes and says, well, you need to bend your knee a little bit more and swing harder, and then they do it. Open that your eyes. coaching, yeah. Open, open, your, open eyes. your eyes when you swing the bat. <laughs> Catch the damn said. ball. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, you know, and, and, and encourages and... Um, what do you call it? Cheerleads, you sure. know, that sort of thing. Yeah. But some of that stuff overlaps, especially the cheerleading and encouraging. But um, coaching 
what I do in the world of self-development is really a strategic conversation. It's having a strategic conversation that's built around inquiry that helps someone build the awareness that they don't yet know they have to recognize the strengths that they're not tapping into, to um, uncover stories that don't serve them, limiting beliefs that are holding them back, so that they can know themselves a little bit better and use that awareness to create change in their life. So it's understanding the story, rewriting the story, and then um, working that story in a way that creates more joy and right. success. Yeah. And I know it's something that everybody needs. And But you've kind of like, are seem to be gravitating more towards the executive coaching. And when you think of like executives and yeah. directors and leaders and organizations, you'd think that they would have it all together. Right, you would think. And what I have found is that they are the people who are the most siloed. They are the most, um, they're the people that have the least uh, outlets for sharing their fears, their concerns, their limiting beliefs. They have to put on the face yeah. that the people need to see in a leader. And what happens is they, that perpetuates uh, a low level of confidence, more fear, and something that's called imposter syndrome. Quite frankly, I deal a lot with this, and it's one of my favorite things to help people break through because um, it mostly inflicts the, um, the female executive. Oh, really? Yeah, where um, imposter syndrome, and you guys can Google it to find out more, it's, um, it's really the condition that is, is like an epidemic. It's the condition that a person finds him or herself, her, herself in where they don't believe they have really earned the position they have. They feel like they're a farce that is soon going to be found out. Right. That any day now, they're going to be discovered as incompetent. Right. And they just don't believe they deserved to be where they are. Right. And it's truly an epidemic. Yeah. This is real. Yeah. And the more I'm starting to speak about it out loud, the more it's resonating, right? And the more I'm hearing back from executives saying, and leaders saying, that's me. Yeah. That's me. That, that's a real thing. Right. And yeah, it's a real thing. And yeah, you can get over it. And yeah, you don't have to live in this limiting world. Oh my gosh, what freedom for them to find out that it's not just something that they suffer with. It's a big deal. Yeah. And it's a really big deal to find out. I have found that with most people. Like when they find out that they're not alone, this is includes me. Like yeah. when they find out they're not alone in their whatever dilemma. Right. It is, I swear, I think it's like 50% of yeah. the journey yeah. to getting out of it. Oh, I, I totally agree. Mm -hmm. And that's one of the reasons that we talk the way that we do about mm -hmm. so many different things. It's like, oh, Mark and Jen have these yeah. like regular human issues and they talk about it openly. And, yeah. and I think that opens the door for so many people. So for an executive who's suffering, and I think, I think suffering is a fair word, mm -hmm. suffering through this uh, imposter syndrome, not feeling qualified, feeling like the... Like somebody's going to find them out at any moment to yep. find out that that is common, that probably their peers feel the same way. Yeah. Uh, and uh, the people in other industries as well. It's just like, God, what freedom. Yeah, I would go on to say confidently that the next time you see a leader who you think has it all together and is just like strutting their stuff and doing it fearlessly, I'd be willing, I'd bet you a dollar that that is not true. Oh, big roller. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm not supposed to bet more than a quarter. So <laughs> that's my that's yeah. my personal commitment. So I'm I'm going a full dollar. That's big time. So um, the truth is, I know that. I know that. Right. That's a real that's a real truth. So um, I just I say that because it's kind of like looking at a like fashion magazine yeah. and going, oh yeah, all those bodies are real. Right. No, they're not. No. 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 They're not. Yeah. They're totally fake. They're right. airbrushed and tweaked and fixed and shined and buffed. And when we when we look at them that way, we feel less ourselves. Sure. It's when we see those those rare photos of individuals without makeup or without being airbrushed yeah. that we go oh i'm okay yeah you know yeah well now now you said uh you feel like it's more prevalent for women is yeah well, what makes you feel that way um only because i have seen more women relate to that mm-hmm. and i i do think that women are still coming out of the limiting belief of their capacity and their equality and all that stuff sure. you know and, and that's a cultural thing that is of course yeah we, we see these glass ceilings being broken but it takes a while before societally these things change yeah really i mean when you're talking within the structure of the good old boy network i Mm -hmm. mean to to be able to well now you've gotten there but you still have to deal with the 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 newness and and we are relatively we're talking just 20 30 years that's really we've gotten closer so yeah i think these things linger in the meantime what you're noticing for women is that they're they're struggling a little bit with that and they're struggling in silence yeah they're in the transition period you know we all have to transition out of old into new and the new for women is the new reality and the new story is you are just as kick-ass awesome right so but be kind to yourself because you've been programmed to not believe that so just be kind to yourself as you're transitioning out of that old story and into the new one excellent now yeah. I, I know we're running out of time but uh, so we talked a little bit about coaching and then for you executive coaching and obviously if you are an executive uh, you can contact Jen for more information or head to your website mm-hmm. uh, but just coaching in general how do we find out more about coaching Oh, well, there's a couple of ways. You can go to my website, and I have a a page dedicated to coaching and the services I provide to help you. Um, But you can also check out the International Coach Federation. I put one of their videos on the website, actually, um, that that defines coaching. It's literally called What is Coaching? So you can find that there or and go to the International Coach Federation, which is... um, Oh. ICF's website? Yeah, just oh. go to, just Google International Coach <laughs> Federation. Um, I'll put you on the spot. <laughs> yeah, ICF. <laughs> I can't even remember it. All right, probably ICF.com, but just no, Google. No, it's not. It's, it's not actually not. .com. Right. That's another company. My bad. But yeah, just Google International Coach <laughs> Federation. You're resourceful. <laughs> and then um, you can check out your local chapter of coaches even if you're an hr professional if you're a coach of course if you're a trainer if you're just interested in coaching head to your local icf chapter in oregon for example it's um icforegon.org oh good for you and you can head there i'm the incoming president of next year yeah so i am eager to head up this um awareness building initiative yeah Yeah, I know. Bam. All right, excellent. Thank you for answering all those questions. Welcome. (laughs) Thanks, all. Um, I hope this has been helpful, and we will resume with you when it's fall, like full-fledged fall. We look forward to seeing you then, and in the meantime, love yourself. Thanks for listening. To get your free copy of O-Shift or hear more audio blogs, head over to oshift.com. While there, find out how you can get more involved with the worldwide O-Shift movement.